Welcome to Fundamental Fridays, where we discuss practical tips and strategies for growing a successful business. My name is Devin. My name is Thor, and today we're talking about networking and how to make the most out of opportunities when meeting new people. Perfect. But before we get into that, Thor, we probably we talk about being open and walking our uh, potential viewers through our journey. How's our journey going right now, Thor? On a scale of one to ten, are we are we loving life? Are we relishing in stress? What's what's happening? Uh, today I would say is a high note. Absolute insanity. Oh, yeah. I mean, an insane in almost every kind of respect. But having the ability to potentially land a client that pushes us into a realm where we both have to leave our full-time jobs is pretty incredible. Sorry, audience. I'm laughing right now because I'm making eye contact with Thor as I'm flipping over the timers because um, I'm not the one to overtalk. Yeah, we uh, we met with a client today, Thor, that uh, could put us in a realm of uh, a lot of questions. Do we uh, stop chasing dreams we're currently chasing to chase the dream that matters? Um, how much time is truly going to be required? Because what we're sitting at, I'm just giving you an idea, is we have a client that came to us and said, hey, we have this amazing business. It has grown decently for, I think, three to five years, roughly. Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. And they said, but like, we don't want to put the work in because we don't know how, which is fair. Not that, yeah, not not that they don't, but that yeah. they just, they genuinely are honest and don't know anything sales related. Yeah. And that's not anything on them because they have an, no, they have the opposite of most people. They have a, an incredible product. Yes. Product is insane, really almost sells itself from 100%. a salesperson perspective, but... <laughs> And, I, and this is why Thor's on the team here because I get a little too direct. They absolutely is not an issue of them not knowing how. What we're running into is, like Thor, Thor said, they have an amazing solution. Um, but what's awesome is to see someone as intellectual as this client because they're insanely intelligent go, hey, we don't, we don't know how to bring it to market though from a sales side. And most importantly, what we have found out through our networking, which we're going to talk about, is this linchpin that doesn't exist between marketing and sales that Thor and I found out that's what our company does is we figure out how to take a marketing strategy and blend it in with a sales strategy, have respect for both departments and drive revenue and profitability. Um, but they want it all. Like they're literally going, hey, we have a dream. We invented the product. We know there's a need, but now we need someone to go acquire all the attention and drive the sales in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're wondering how much time that takes, that's, that's like a full-time job and a half. A absolutely. And building it from the ground up. The, like, honestly, these people have just survived off just a beautiful product and now it's taking it and actually running with it and scaling it up. Yeah. So that's where we sit right now. It's a quick update on, on America Consulting. We're going, wow. Um, super blessed. We're four or five months in and dealing with these type of challenges no reason to complain at all. Um, but stresses do come, even if they're positive stresses. And so if we seem a little off today, we came from that meeting about five hours ago. So it's uh, understandable being in this situation. And that's why Thor's uh, already drinking bourbon. I am too, but uh, you haven't seen it yet, probably. So Thor, we're dealing we're dealing with networking. Yeah. No, and, and so everything that we've been doing, which is just hustling like crazy, um, our LinkedIn is just absolutely blowing up. There's hundreds of messages, just absolute insanity, which you've been doing a great job manning. That's another whole topic for another day of reaching out, posting, being seen, and just being top of mind for people. 
And uh, on a disclaimer there, what's interesting is Thor's being very kind about the hundreds of messages. The amount of people texting us, because they're our friends, uh, is actually where a lot of the questions are coming from. And I love it because they maybe don't feel comfortable to engage on our platform, but they feel uncom- they feel comfortable to engage us. So that's super exciting. Um, and really what it comes around is everyone's asking, well, how are you getting traction? How are you doing this? How are you finding customers? Um, and don't get us wrong, we don't have like this great funnel of tons of customers and this insane amount of traction, but we're feeling it. And it didn't come from, I hate to break it to social mediaites out there, but it didn't come just from social media. It came from networking and a lot of hustle inside of that. And so we had these questions come in and we finally started telling them, oh, it's, it's from networking. And they're like, well, okay, what does that mean? Like, all right, got it. This this is a, this is the first episode because priority one is going, I'm going to start a business. I can do this. I can stay hungry. I can stay humble. I can stay strong. Um, and then I'll see wake up next thing you go, but I don't have clients, <laughs> right? So networking is the best way. Even if you're an e-commerce business, you still need a network to figure out how to run your back end more efficiently. We met with an amazing guy last week named Don, um, and they help you drive automation or to reduce your credit card fees, right? And so networking is not just to get business, it's to make your business more profitable and to take actually some stress off your shoulders. Oh yeah, and then the ability to find partnerships too when you're when you're talking to someone someone like that again talking to don building out um a strong net network of people that you can lean on if you if you do come across a client that you may not fit what they're looking for but you have a referral for them that is massive and again having those um referrals huge yes. game changer um one of the first questions too that we had got is what uh, what advice would you give a new entrepreneur and how to make the most out of net networking opportunities? So, I know it's a big one, Devin. I'm sorry. Just no. I mean, no softball today. So are we talk about making the most of networking opportunities once you get there, or how do you think this individual is asking that question? I would say it's a two part. It's one of those moments of like, how do you make the most of it as far as finding them, and then how do you make the most of it while you're there? Would be how I'm interpreting it. So finding them, super exciting, Google. Um, or our new era, ChatGPT. Just go on there and say, hey, what are the networking groups I should check out? It'll probably pump something out great. Um, and just start going to clubs and organizations and associations. They're called all three of those. So Google all three versions, clubs, associations, organizations. Yes. And as soon as you start finding one, It'll just lead to another and to another. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, what? There's so many acronyms. Like, what is going on here? Like, do I need to sign up for all of them? Like, all I would say is find all of the ones that you possibly can. From there, try your best to vet out what ones you think would be interesting or that are appealing to you or how it could benefit your business. How how do you vet them out though? Like, um, man, I would say... For us, I mean, what? Just initially going. Okay, yeah, exactly. You, you end up just biting the bullet, go to one event, try it out, see if people connect. Because there have been a handful of them where we go, and maybe we have no business being there, but there's people that come up to us immediately and like, yep. oh, hey, you know, I'm Jim, or I'm I'm Rob, or I'm Cindy, and it's good it's good to meet you. What, what, do, you, what do you do? Yes. And it's like, okay, that's actually, even if it's not something that directly pertains to your, to your business or what you're creating that's an environment that can help foster yes so many different things 
And I think you hit huge on something, Thor, there is even if you don't feel like you belong to still go, right? And my two biggest tips around that are, one, don't assume it's not the event for you. Um, and that's two sides of the spectrum. Let's step back because we've had some moments of, oh, you know, we're, we're better than that, the website of that organization or club we saw. And then we've had ones where we go, we're not intelligent enough and we don't belong there. And I'm sure plenty of you have felt that way when you've looked at different clubs. And the first one we felt that way on was a great club called TMA. Um, and they're a turnaround management association. So lawyers, bankers, um, super intellectual consultants around finance um, and the legal side of that. And Thor and I absolutely did not belong in that group from a quote unquote intellectual side. But when we put <laughs> our ugly sweaters on proudly. Oh, absolutely. And we rolled in. We got so much hate, right? Oh, not. no, no. <laughs> so much sarcasm. So thick. No, that, that turned out to be one of, I mean, really one of the best events. Yeah. Because we ended up, I think we met Kathy there, right? Yeah, that's where we met yeah. Kathy. Yeah. So it's, it's funny how, yeah, again, yeah, you need to take everything with a grain of salt and approach things with an open mind. Because even if, yeah, they aren't necessarily for you. There's so many different people that are are willing to see you coming up, trying to create something, and then they will help lend a hand and be like, hey, I'm not that person, but this person or this person, I can connect you with them. And just through a conversation, it's just getting to know people because they, they've all gone the road ahead of you. Right. And on the flip side, we've had organizations that were like, this isn't worth our time. There's no way this is going to vet a return for us. And uh, one of those great ones would be Purpose Driven Coffee. Mick, Brian, if you ever listen to our podcast, we absolutely love your organization. Um, we, we were rookies to the space, ended up attending their event. Absolutely amazing event. And it just shows there's only one way to vet it. There's only one. You have to go. After you go, super simple way from there to how to make the most of it. Um, you just got to be ready to talk. No, mm -hmm. no one's judging you. And my favorite part I told Thor from day one I love people who judge me because then I know I just need to move on because they're not my type of person. Oh, yeah. And then, and there will be, not to take anything away from that, but there will be some people that you meet that just seem great and down the road you figure out some stuff because it's just remember and keep in mind, it is a small world. You will run into these people over and over and over and you'll slowly learn about people and what their background is and what they're actually doing. So... I would, I would say just take things somewhat a grain of salt, but just be mindful of how small of a world it really is too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Without name dropping. And before we move on to the next question, one-on-one, um, -on -one, please, please bring a business card. Yeah. And that ties in with our next question. Well, perfect. What, what are we looking at? What tips do you have for staying in touch once an initial connection has been made? Yeah. Th this is... Devin's bread and butter, like just absolutely right. going bananas. But to tie in, always have a business card with you. It's one of the easiest ways to just stay connected, have Im Im information, because that's one of the worst things. Or you end up getting a card and you somehow lose it, like have somewhere that you put them and always bring your own. Have Load them up. Devin literally talked to me out the gates and he's like, every, every jacket, coat of mine, business cards everywhere. Wife is just wondering what's going on. Just don't even ask questions. So... Pro, pro, pro tip. It does come in handy. I promise I've been there and be like, I've not worn this jacket in months. Oh, wait, what, what? Yes. It's there. So you saw me, heard, saw, depending on what you're on, take a deep breath there. Um, it's because of our amazing um, 
podcast studio host Gabe warned me. I get a little excited on topics I'm passionate about. And uh, this is definitely a topic I'm extremely passionate about because not only Thor, thank you for the tip. And it's, it's literally every sport code I own, every code I own, every gene I own. Um, my wife hates doing my laundry. I actually have to do it myself now. <laughs> she said, if any more business cards come out, I'm going to lose it. Um, so precaution, you might do your own laundry. Um, please, please stop handing out your business card. Okay, yes, you heard me correct. If you are new to the events, stop handing out your business card. Now, there's a caveat to this. Because the question is about how do you stay in touch after the initial connection, right? So when Thor and I first started going to events, what I highlighted was if you hand out the business card first and you're in our shoes, younger, newer to the industry, seems pretty aggressive, right? Like, hey, here's my card, Thor. You want to meet me. You want to know my business, right? And so what we do is, as Marikaiers, networkers ourselves, we always ask for their card. Because then I control the connection, I control the follow-up, and now I have their email, their cell phone number, and their address. And our return on who we've asked business cards from and then met with after for a coffee is well over 90%. Oh, yeah. It's it's super solid, but it's one of those moments that lets people know. One, you, I genuinely care who you are. You seem like an interesting person. And it leaves the ball in your court to follow up and show interest. And it kind of helps you vet people out. If you had a great time and you're talking to someone and you're really connecting, absolutely, you have every right to follow up with them. And if maybe they're not and you just didn't hit it off or you didn't click, not a big deal. Hey, I'll take your card. Leave it at that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the best part is, is you'll see Thor and I get way too excited at events when you ask for their card. And then what do they do? Can I grab yours? Yes. Deal closed. Coffee <laughs> is in. We are about to go have fun. Um, and a great example is you're going to sign out. Don't expect every coffee to be the most thr thrilling event of your life. You might deal with a British person from the 1950s because they want to seem extremely professional. You might deal with someone who wants to constantly measure their intelligence to yours. Please don't ever find insecurities in that. There's too many people we've seen that get in these meetings and because they're asked a question they don't know the answer to, they feel inadequate, they don't feel worthy, they don't feel smart enough. It's not okay because when you meet the truly intelligent people, like amazing person I met this week, Emily, she rolled in in a snowboarding jacket, jeans, and a zip-up hoodie. But I guarantee you she's one of the smartest, most successful, most extensive careers out of anyone I've met with. But it was like grabbing a beer or a coffee with your best friend. It was that fun. So when you have those negative interactions, move on and go find the next and don't let that deter you because as of right now, Thor and I run into more less enjoyable and more competitive ones than we do fun ones. And we know that'll change long term, but that's just part of the game. It's building relationships, right? You go, you're going through life, you find, you know, you meet brand new people, you're out at a party or you're doing anything at work and you meet certain people that you really click with and other people who you really don't. So it's one of those moments that you can't be friends with every single person. Um, but yeah, they, in, in an industry or just a business where 
everyone's trying to succeed and win, there will always be a handful of people that are needing to peacock. And it's like, that's totally fine. You can do that. You're an easier target. Again, it just, it, it, to, to what you had said er, er, earlier, it lets me know what I'm dealing with and I'm good. I don't need to waste my time on that. And don't ever take offense to it. It's no. just fine. Not at all. Again, even like today too, the, uh, to the person we we're meeting with. Yeah. Totally humble and just genius. I mean, wrinkly brain to our smooth brains literally was confident enough to go, hey, I don't know what you just said and you've been talking for 10 minutes. Yeah. And that's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with it. We're like, oh my gosh, thank you. Appreciate it. Like just communicate. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. So. And on a side note, to give you context to what Thor is saying there is the person we met with today um, is reached out to regularly by chemists and scientists from Fortune 100 companies to solve problems that they've been trying to solve for 30, 60, 90, 120 days that they can't. And he looked at us as business development, sales strategists, go-to-market strategists and said, I have no idea what you're saying, but I hope you can do it. So again, intellect is different everywhere. Be humble, let it go. Oh Move yeah, and, and and side note too, he's solving those problems when they do get to his door. I'm not even kidding, in like a week. Yes. And that maybe is exaggerating, but like a couple days. Yeah. Just absolutely mental. So. So we've talked about value networking, how to make the most of it, but are there any specific actions, Thor, you've taken or strategies that can help people deepen their network connections? So it's about, you know, we don't only want to make them, but how do we deepen them and produce long-term value out of it? And really in our lingo, how do we be genuine? I think is what this person was asking. Yeah, I, I would I would I would agree on that end that it's just a genuine thing of how do you build a relationship, right? Yeah. How do you how do you keep that connection going? And the biggest end on that end is just follow up. And when when you even if you end up knowing something or you, you you need help along the way, reaching out to that person. Hey, did you have you ever encountered something? XYZ. Could you help me on that? Hey, do you have a referral for XYZ? And just finding any excuse to reach out to them and follow up within what? You'd say a week? Yeah. Two weeks? Just occasionally touching base. Or, which we found out, the plethora of events that exist, it's, hey, are you going to this upcoming XYZ meeting? Yeah. Or, hey, this event, are you going to be there? Would love to catch up with you. And just being genuine. And and that, uh, oftentimes you'll keep running into them. And that's the other half of this too, is you keep going to events, people will start to recognize you and be like, hey, wait a minute. I don't know who you are. And they'll they'll approach you too. So quick side note on that end. Yeah. When I, th but, when I think about genuine and deepening a relationship, um, first thing that comes to my mind is go in a closet, go in your bedroom, shut the door and like have an honest conversation with yourself. Um, Cause don't get it wrong. Thor and I want to make money. Like we're not driven by money. I just posted the other day about think and grow rich. Beautiful post. Absolutely lit LinkedIn on fire. Like I yeah. literally checked LinkedIn just for funsies. And I'm like, well, that is a dumpster fire. Like you poked a hornet's nest. Everyone's coming out of the woodwork. So <laughs> to give you stuff. context, the book is all about think about money and being rich and how much you want on your table every morning. And it was the most disgusting business book I've ever read to this point. I'm sure I'll find others. 
um, people got mad. Like people were legit. Like I got texts from people kind of lighting me up. Like you got to get over it. We're all chasing money. And it's not about chasing money. Thor and I want money to come with what we do because we work really hard. Um, and sometimes you can get caught up in that world. It's very easy. We've been in networks and with people networking where you're becoming the car you drive, the suit you wear, the check you cash weekly comes becomes a very common topic. And you can take the easy route and just fall into that world. Or you can take the harder route and go, no, I remember I, we did this originally to help people. Um, and that'd be an example of Emily who I met with this week. Like you could tell she's three years into this and she's still doing it for people. So if you want to deepen and be genuine, go be honest with yourself first. I mean, go look in the mirror, spend time alone and go, do I actually care about these people or am I doing this to drive my business? Um, and when you truly care about people, um, the drip list becomes oh. easy. <laughs> I hate that I even had to pause for a second. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, oh. mm. The drip list. Yeah, absolutely. Which I terrible name for it, but great idea in the sense of set up something. Cause again, the sheer volume that can happen almost unintentionally. But again, if you're trying to find where you fit in or what makes you happy or what's easy for you, or maybe what you enjoy, you start to run into a handful of people. Most of these people, as intimidating as it may seem, are very friendly, outgoing. They're, they're going to want to talk to you and creating some form, uh, some form of list to follow up or just keep track of so you don't forget, um, especially when you're trying to build a business, right? You're starting out juggling 101 balls, um, trying to you know keep track of everything. Definitely having a list of people to follow up with and making sure that you're touching base with um, your drip list. Mm. <laughs> Such so, a brutal name. I pause for Thor because he doesn't enjoy the name. Um, but it's really about, as Thor said, following up with people. I hate the term follow-up. Please, if you're a sales rep and you include follow-up in your title line, um, question your career. <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> so aggressive. <laughs> but uh, what it's really about is if you have a drip list and you only make my drip list if I felt I genuinely connected with you because I don't want to be fake, um, then you naturally are reading articles because Thor and I have like 20 emails we subscribe to daily plus some other websites that like just update us what's going on in society and business because that's what we have to do because we deal with clients on all ends except for a very few niche and uh, like a super interesting one was uh, I got an email that uh, the dolphins were at the Minnesota Zoo. And right away, I was like, hey, I talked to so-and-so, her and her daughter love dolphins. I should send this out. Um, that's all the drip list is, is helping remind you <clears throat> of who's in your network and who's changed your life because there's no way around it. If you go all in, which again is an article um, we post on LinkedIn about the hustle and truly trying to fight off mediocrity, you can get caught in a world. Um, and the drip list for me helps keep me grounded of who got me where I am. So that's, that's very fair. Like. Very fair. I'm trying to think. Um, otherwise, <laughs> on the opposite end, uh, really quick pause. What's up? Nothing. Keep going. No. So um, last question, right? I would say, what are some of the common mistakes that people can make when networking? Just to cover, we got a whole bunch of positives. 
how can we go wrong, right? We have all this great stuff in front of us. There's no possible way that we can screw that up. So how can we go wrong? Another deep breath moment. Um, so many areas um, in networking you can go wrong, and I can be a little s- cynical in this area. Um, so they're going to help hold me accountable here. Um, but I have this natural innate personality inside of me that with Thor and I being first generationers and, and what we're going after, um, you often feel like you don't fit in. Um, and so the first area I'm actually going to go after where you can go wrong is critiquing myself. Um, and where I personally go wrong when I'm networking, um, is two directions. Either I can have a chip on my shoulder that, Hey, look, I'm breaking into this market. No one in my family's ever owned a business. Um, no one in my family has ever chased after these realms and groups of people we're trying to hang out with. Um, and that, you know, I'm going to figure it out and I don't, I don't need you to do me a favor. I'm just going to grind it. I'm going to get there. Um, which with that mentality can lead to misreading people um, and misreading situations where people genuinely just care about you. So I'd say make sure if you're like Thor and I and you're a first generationer um, and you're trying to tackle this challenge, just realize that the world isn't out to get you, especially those who have already gone before you. On the caveat to that, not to reference what we posted, but we posted a LinkedIn article about how the first ones to slow you down are those who are currently closest to you. Oh yeah, that's that's crazy how people come out of the woodwork. And that's, I mean, it's one of those moments, take it as a red, not, not a red flag, but that you're doing everything right. Yes. If you have people, and this is, this sounds really brutal or heartless, however you want to pitch that. But if you're doing everything right, people are going to start to tell you, hey, you're a dreamer, you're crazy, you're going to end up job with, you know what I mean? All Any kind of negative talk, right? They're going to tell you that's not possible. And it's like, if that's the kind of feedback you're getting, then you're probably moving in the right direction because people will just slowly start fading out of your life because they're just way too scared to get to our first topic of like analysis paralysis. They, they think about these ideas or whatever and they'll, they'll they never do them. Yeah. That's just a ridiculous thought. You, there's no way you can do that. It's like, yeah, to the people that have been successful, it's purely because they just didn't see it going any other way. It's okay. You don't, you don't have to be in, you know, insane or incredible or an Elon Musk to be able to be successful. It just takes, you know, some bravery, just jumping in the unknown. So if you all are wondering that, uh, I've decided our intro to next week's podcast will be on that topic. Um, second topic, we're going to, we're going to let, we're going to let you run with this first is those who go to networking events to find the most important people oh. and, uh, make sure that they calmer term, kiss up to them. Oh, that's, I mean, that's very politely said though. I do enjoy that. That's thank you. Very very nice. Um, how do I even weigh that out? So it's one of those moments that as you continue to go to events, you're going to notice people who keep who keep showing up or maybe who's hosting or speaking at these events. Um, and you're going to see certain people that always gravitate towards the, the, towards, towards the host. Yeah, it's so hard without name dropping stuff to where it's just for sake of reference. Um, but you'll, you'll watch people 
play that game of brown nosing and doing it purely as kind of just, I, I don't, a superficial. It's a very superficial kind of action. And I, and some people are really all about it. There is nothing, I mean, not to say that there's not anything wrong with it, but there are a lot of people that do it and you can definitely play that game to what you're getting at earlier. If you're genuinely yourself and just be mindful of your manners and talking to other people and learning about other people, be yourself. Don't, don't play that game. Don't fall into that. There's no reason to. There are plenty of successful people that are humble, wearing sweatpants and comfy clothes out hanging out with people and they're worth millions. You'd never know it. Um, but so I would say to build off of that point that you hit there is being genuine to yourself, mm -hmm. right? Um, if I'm going to be honest, sometimes it's hard, maybe not for you because I, I do admire you in this area, but sometimes it's hard not to want to fall into the trap of what you see is working, right? Because um, you see those, we've seen them. There's people our age who are finding those who matter and kissing up to them and it works. Because in the end, you've all read the business books. If you want someone to like you, simply ask them about themselves, right? And so you see them do that and it works. And it's hard because I know Thor and I are gonna miss opportunities because of that. And it can get tiring and worn down, but then you have moments where you grab a coffee with someone or you have a meeting like today where you're like, no, this is what I'm doing it for because so-and-so, um, we'll just use it, Clint, because no one knows who he is. Clint is an amazing human being, has amazing intelligence, has an amazing dream, seems to have an amazing family. Is it more important that I work with Clint and miss out on a few opportunities here and there to help someone like that? Or is it more important I suck up to the right person to make money. Well, that for you and I, easy all day. Yeah. I'm going to make 30% less. I'm going to go work with Clint, right? Oh, so yeah. it's not forgetting that, right? It, well, and yeah, it's, it's not forgetting that. And it's understanding that when you have those opportunities, one, you get to be yourself. You're not faking anyone or doing anything that you wouldn't want to be doing to begin with. But you're building a relationship that's genuinely a relationship. And that's how you can get referrals another business there, you, you know what i mean you, i i would imagine that clint being the wonderful human being that he is probably has an extensive group of family friends business associates the, you know a laundry list of wonderful people that are similar to him too which is even funnier to where it's like fine i met one great person sacrifice maybe some unknowns whoop-de-doo and then now have potential access to all these wonderful people that are similar and like-minded to me so again it's just naturally yeah. letting yourself fall where you need to be and with the people that you're supposed to be around. So I think the last question we're going to end it with, because um, we'll see Thor, if you can read my mind where I think this one should go. Have there been, oh no, no. How have you gone about leveraging your network in order to build awareness for projects and initiatives in land business? Hmm. So he's yelling it in his mind. Oh, I am. I'm trying, guys. Listening or watching. You should um, know. I don't know, honestly, to like outside of just being relentless. It's just. Yeah, but see, we got to be careful with that, right? Because do you and I build a network to make money at first? No. How many people build a network to make money at first? 
potentially a handful of people do. Yeah. And so what I would say is if you want to, and we're going to repeat it one more time, because if you're me, you might be listening to it at 2x and you might have to <laughs> rewind. How have you gone about leveraging your network in order to build awareness for projects, initiatives, and land business? Um, me and Thor coming from a sales background at first, before we got into strategy and consulting, before we started this shenanigans, um, it was really weird at first not to meet people and try and land business because our personalities didn't want to make a sale, but our old mentors like, you need to make a sale. You got to ask for money, right? <laughs> and uh, your network's not to make money at first. A big thing I told told Thor, um, and, and hopefully this comes out the right way, correct me if it's not, but Thor and I had gone to a lot of events and Thor had a group of people look at him going, dude, you keep going to these things. Why? Why are you going? They never will turn out. And uh, Thor, to his credibility, comes to me and he was on their side. And so take a moment there. Someone as driven and intelligent as Thor was on the side of the people who had the greatest attention of his ear. So again, something we'll talk about next week. What can your network and environment around you do to your dream? And so I looked at Thor and I was like, hey, absolutely. Um, there isn't a return. And he looked at me and he's like, what's wrong with you? And I said, Thor, um, I don't expect to make money off of anyone until I've known him for a year. And he asked why. And I said, who has the right, no matter how intelligent they are, to walk into a room, demand business at substantial volume, when no one knows who you are, where from you came, where you came from, or what your abilities are. And so when you're building your network, Thor and I build it because we genuinely want to do business with people and we genuinely want other businesses to succeed. For example, again, Emily, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. It's like the fourth time we've mentioned you, but I connected with her because it mutually benefited benefited me as much as it did her. And I saw an opportunity to go, I really like this person. She's fun to get along with and we could both make money. Awesome. There's also plenty of other people I saw of, I think I can help you. I know you can help me, but I'm not gonna assume you'll do that for at least a year. So let me help you for now. And so we believe in, if we help a hundred people in the next year in 2023, We'll, we'll have success long-term. So stop trying to figure out how to make money on networking oh, and figure out how to make relationships. It's tough. It's tough because it's like, you're starting out, you want to get the ball rolling. You want, again, who doesn't want to make money, especially if you started your own business or you're chasing down your dreams, or maybe you've quit your full-time job. Like you, you want money. So just be very mindful that the networking game is a long play. It is an investment and it's not expecting anything in return for quite some time until you've proven yourself or until you've naturally been given that opportunity because someone builds a relationship with you. And they're like, hey, you know what, Devin, you're actually really good. I've, you know, I've talked to you for the last five months. I think you really know your stuff. Um, I, I've got X, Y, Z, can you connect with them or I'll connect you with them, um, I, you know, and, and, and run with that. Um, and that's really where, where it's all about. That's, that's the end goal when it comes to meeting people. 
and being patient, it's not fun. We, I would agree. I questioned it immediately. I was so thrown. I'm like, what do you mean? Like we just paid $45 to go to this event for an hour. Like, and we're not going to get anything out of this. Like, nope. Like, man. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I don't understand it, but this, you know, you haven't led, led, led me astray yet. So ran with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Anything last piece of advice story you can think of is like, hey, cherry on top, you're networking, you're trying to develop connections, you're growing a business, please do X, Y, Z. I would just say, just don't be afraid. Go out, find events, and just be shameless. Sounds crazy, but just go to them, have fun, introduce yourself. At the end of the day, you can kind of be whoever you want to be, right? You just started your own business. You're introducing yourself however you want, and you're learning about people that are potentially in your space or near it or around it. Um, just go out there and just be shameless. And, and most people are genuinely really nice. Most people are not monsters, I promise. They look intimidating. They're not. They'll come up and say hi. Don't worry about it. What about you? I would agree. And I would say for those who, uh, male or female, have a resting face that is intimidating, we know you're out there. I can be one. <laughs> you need to put the work in to meet people and stop judging people for not coming up to you and talking to you because everyone's as insecure as the next person. So remember that. Humble yourself. Find the bravery inside of you and go out and talk to people. Um, worst outcome, they don't talk to you again. And there's 50 to 100 people right. per it, event. You already started your own business. You made it to the event. Worst case, you end up having some awkward conversations or and you meet some cool people or, yeah. you, or, or you don't and it wasn't the event for you. And now that's another one that you just don't have to necessarily go back to. That's not yeah. the end of the world. You've added one out, on to the next. Yeah. So that is our advice on how to look at networking, how to make the most of it. Next week, myself and Thor are going to look at the grind of starting your own business and identify the situation where mediocrity meets its match. But until then, just remember, as Thor always says, stay strong, stay humble, stay hungry. <laughs> <laughs>